Hey everyone, it's Scott. I just want to say happy Easter week to you. You've got some really important dates coming up this week. you got Good Friday coming up. you got Resurrection Sunday coming up. And then again, maybe you're going to be also uh, spending some time with some family. So get yourself some good eats together. Maybe you're going to color some eggs. Get yourself one of them egg decorating kits and get to work. Check us out on all of our social media at Comedy Food Truck. Head on over to our YouTube channel and subscribe to that. Be one of our subs. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Enjoy your show. You're listening to the Comedy Food Truck Podcast. We talk life, food, relationships, and have fun with all of it. And now here's your host, comedian John Hill. Comedian. Yes, sir. I know, right? In quotes. <laughs> wow. Why does the host sound like you said it in the quotes, the voiceover? Comedian John Hill. <laughs> comedian. Right. Right. So, man, welcome to the show, everybody. We're excited that you have tuned in on this. Listen, first of all, let me just say, this is one of my favorite seasons of the year. Okay, nobody wants to know why, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Because we're in daylight savings, bro. Uh And uh, what I like is the longer days. And we're still in that point where you have somewhat cooler weather. Um, Not before, like before the summer when it gets like 115 degrees. And longer days. Uh So that's kind of fun. And... This week is my favorite week, and as we drop this episode, because on Sunday is Easter Sunday. Woo! Now listen, some of you are cynics out there, and I'm a, you know I know there's at least one Bible thumper, bumper thumper, who's gonna say, "Well, sir, I don't know if you know this, but Easter is actually a takeoff of the name Ishtar, which was a goddess of nature, and they worship, and that's really what Easter." I don't care. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. Right. Every year. I'd have two bucks. Every year. <laughs> that's why, yes, I understand that's why we have eggs and bunnies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's not why it's my favorite time of the year. Even though you do get a whole basket full of delicious candy. Bunnies. And bunnies. Eggs. What's the, and what's the yellow The yellow ones? The, the oh, peeps. Peeps. Uh. You hang out with your peeps. Yeah. Uh. So, no, it's my favorite time of the year because it is the time that we commemorate well, it's not that the camera is it's an anniversary of Jesus resurrecting from the dead. Conquering I death. If, I don't know if you know this because movies are around and people think this happens, but that doesn't happen like ever. <laughs> Sorry, vampires, diaries, watchers. <laughs> but anyhow, let's move on with the show so let's we can do- get to what we're trying to do because I'm about to get into a soliloquy. I don't think you can fit in one of those. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> you push real wow. hard. They're all electric, though. They save a lot of money. Wow. You plug it in, and you just go for days. How many miles you get on that soliloquy? Um, <laughs> so anyhow, um, what I wanted to say was uh, we're going to introduce everybody on the show. And we, just in advance, I want to give you, for this special Easter episode on a special comedy food truck Very podcast. Special. Very, Very special. special. We do have a guest, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. But first, the regular crew to my left, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if you're not, then you don't care. But <laughs> he's the first guy we always introduce, which is Jared, our tech guy. So happy Easter, Jared. Happy Easter. How is things going for you? Oh, well, that was a it's been going fine. constructed <laughs> sentence. How's the things for Vaughn going? Just about to brag about being able to get soliloquy out three times. <laughs> yep. And, and then, I can't get how is it going. That's that's, tar- that's a hard one. How is it going? Yeah. Things it's are good. good. Things are good, yeah. Yeah, quick, real quick, two seconds. Uh, favorite Easter tradition? Uh, and I'll just cue everybody else. Uh, for me, just church. Okay. I just like being just there. Just going to church. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like the Super Bowl for churches, yeah. you know? 
It's dun, the one dun, Sunday, dun, dun. right? It's the one Sunday when you kind of get to know how big your church really is because everybody comes, yep. mm-hmm. and then like nobody comes two weeks before or three weeks after, but everyone comes to Easter. Um, so next to Jared, sort of, I don't know. On YouTube, will he be next to Jared? Hip, and same spot. Yeah. Floating in Elton John Rocket Man space is our man Scott. What's going on, Scott? Wow. How you doing, man? Good. Nice to see everybody over there. Broadcasting from the Hubble Telescope. What you doing, man? That's <laughs> I just got I just got home, man. Just about the time that you guys got really? over there. So, okay. yeah, Rocket Down Man, in the Huntington Beach area today. Oh, right? that's where you went. Yeah, Huntington Beach. Yeah, man, nice out there and cool down there. Just suffering for Jesus. Terrible. Yep. I know. And that's then rough. and then you had to <laughs> grind all the way back up to South Orange County. <laughs> right. Right. I don't even know if I want to. Do we say the city you live in? Because you might have fans, you know, flocking like seagulls. Yeah, it's all right. I don't care. Okay. It's over there off of the. What's it called again? Coda de Casa uh, or something? It, Coda de Casa, yeah. Coda yes, de Casa. Yes, wow. yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> like the Coda de West. So did you have a favorite Easter uh, tradition up in Stockton? Uh, <laughs> did it involve like human sacrifice mm, or something? Not getting killed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Being not alive on killed. the day after Easter? <laughs> Bullet dodging. What did you say? Bullet dodging? Bullet dodging. Yeah. No, seriously, um, did you have a favorite thing to eat or did you ever even look forward to know, Easter? Was, was that a big deal? As a kid, you know, my mom, uh, you know, because I, I lived with my mom most of my younger childhood years. Most people do. Um, most people live with their mom. My parents were divorced. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we color eggs. So, I mean, I've always enjoyed coloring eggs. Okay. Nice. That's cool. Did you ever eat them after you had colored them? That's mm. kind of nasty. Huh? You Anybody bet. ever eat an egg mm-hmm. after about three days and then you colored it and you set it out and then you try to peel that skit or the oh. shell away? Yeah. And, and it's that same color on the inside of the egg too. Mm-hmm. There's a special well, taste. What was good Easter was eggs. having. It was good to have like an Easter egg hunt, and then you put them out there in the grass, and then you forget about them, and then about a week later you roll up on one. And you go like, ah, I ate one after about a week. Stocked and you get that. outside in the hot yeah, sun. Yeah. Well, look yeah. at eggs. Right. I think I'll eat it. Yeah, it's only been two weeks. Because I don't know yeah. when I'm getting another meal. Yeah, it's all it's yeah. all squishy. Right. The, right. the shell is soft enough. I could just bite through it. I just my favorite part of that. <laughs> my favorite part of that whole thing is Scott started that out like it was a big revelation. I lived with my mom most of my childhood. <laughs> because in Stockton, that's a rarity. Yeah. Right. Most of us grew up with our moms, but just saying. Um, some people didn't though, and I'm sorry for those who didn't. Um, Next uh, on our show, big show, it always takes us like 20 minutes just to do the opening of the show. Um, whose fault is that? Uh, is Big Ray. Ray, what's happening, man? What's happening, Ray? What's up, John? Good. He's like, right now, or, or he did the Brady Bunch thing where he mm-hmm. pointed up at me. Okay, Ray. Um, so, so uh, Ray, any, uh, well, first of all, say happy Easter, everybody. Happy Love Easter, me. everybody. Yeah. Any, Thanks uh, for being here. I know a tradition that you might like, but I want to know if you have a tradition that... Um, that you can remember from Easter that you would like to share with the peeps. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Or the cream eggs. Or the, or, the, or the eggs. I never liked those either, the Cadbury eggs. Really? Oh, I love the Cadbury eggs. Oh, just oh. cookie, sweet, syrupy. That's just. exactly everything I love. Not to interrupt you, but they made many ones. Have you had those? You just no. pop them I could probably do that. They had like pills. I'll eat them like popcorn. Exactly. Eat them like popcorn. Yeah, that's right. I'll eat them like kumquats. They'll just be throwing them down. Just be throwing them down. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I had a kumquat like three or four weeks ago. I had no idea they were so tiny. You just throw mm-hmm. them in. They start out sour and then they get sweet. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. And I was like, these are actually pretty good. I'd n- I always heard the word. It was always a funny word to me, but I never knew. I thought they'd be the size of like tangerines or something, oh, but they okay. were... They're like the size of large overgrown almonds or something. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Really yep. Anyway, Some sorry, your, your Easter tradition. Uh, we just, my parents always did the Easter basket. So okay. in the morning, so like that? In the yeah. morning we'd come out and there'd be a basket out there. See, I think, well, you tell me, but wasn't it the, well, wasn't the family we married into the whole Helen Grace thing? Remember we used to get the eggs all the time every year? Uh, You'd get, somebody was always selling Helen I Grace so. eggs. Yeah, maybe. You guys remember those? Big chocolate eggs. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Helen Grace was like the, um, she started the candy industry with the people from Seas. Oh, okay. And then they broke up like a band. Oh. And then Helen, you know, fell from Grace. And then she, <laughs> I'm kidding. They weren't together, but it's just another chocolate company. That's all. <laughs> I, was like, Sorry. I was following them there for a minute. I was like, wow. I didn't know. Um, wasn't, and, wasn't, hey, wasn't Palmer one of the uh, yeah, partners Palmer, in that yeah, too? Yeah, they all, they all had like, it's like the Beatles, yeah. you know? Led by the lead singer Hershey, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. <laughs> they had a song. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was going to say something gross. Um, <laughs> stupid. Restraint. Right. It's trying to new, turn over a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Soliloquy. So this is actually technically Holy Week mm-hmm. because it's basically the week leading up to Easter. And it recounts some of the, you can recount some of the more traditional churches. They even have ceremony or services. And uh, what's the word I want? Not a ceremony. There's a word I want. Anyway. Traditions. Uh, yeah, but it's like a service, basically. But they'll have throughout rit- the rituals. week. Rituals. Yeah, they'll have throughout the week yeah. services where they honor different parts of the Holy Week. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's really fun. Like, it starts with really Palm Sunday, which was the Sunday before Easter. And it goes all the way through Easter. And it recounts the events that happened within the Bible of Jesus in his last week. You know, Last Supper. Uh, well, first coming on a, on a donkey, basically. Everybody celebrating the palm branches. The Last Supper, getting arrested, tried, put on the cross, resurrecting, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's awesome. Um, because anybody can die, uh, but he came back. Yep. And not only that, he didn't have to die. He, so he, he was, you know, I always say there was no divine reason. There was no human reason that he had to die. He could have overpowered everybody. He could have done whatever he wanted. But instead, he chose to go to a voluntary death to be a sacrifice for us so that our sins could be forgiven and we could have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Awesome stuff. Make a way. That's why it's the best week of the whole year. You know, and I always tell people don't go to church a lot. Hey, listen, you should come more weeks because we don't always tell this story because they always <laughs> just come that one, you know, I know something yeah. about Mary and a donkey and then now there's Jesus on a donkey and I, I don't know. That's what I know. Lots of donkeys. <laughs> yeah. Come because we talk about them all year long. We don't just do it on those days. Uh, but so in honor of that, I thought it'd be cool because the whole story of Jesus is really a story of God, uh, the word I want to use is redeeming people. If you're not a church person, it just means that he paid a price so that we could be in a relationship with him. So he wants to redeem people and transform them from a way of life that is leading to destruction to a way of life that leads to hope and purpose and value. So um, one of the things I wanted to do is have a guest on today, uh, Carlo Mendoza. Carlo Mendoza is with us. You should have like a applause noise or something. Yeah, you know, Put it in post. And Carlo's a guy I've known for a few years. I got to tell the story when I first met Carlo. I first met Carlo, uh, I was uh, filling in for a youth pastor uh, at a church that I just started working for, and Carlo comes in, well, it's the same church I'm at, still at, but I need to left. It's a long story. The, so Carlo comes in, and he's like a super um, energetic, and at that time, this is probably, it had to be er, mid-2000, something like that, and he comes in and like decked out in hip-hop gear with the complete with a hat turned sideways that he hadn't bent the bill which has bugged me to this day because he never bends the bills on his hats <laughs> flat and, yeah flat he does biller. like the trucker look you know you can land things on it but then he turns them sideways and uh <laughs> and so 
So, but he comes in and I, and, and I'm like, okay, he's a little old to be a youth, you know, a teenager. So I'm like, who is this guy? And he's like, Hey, I got all these flyers for this Christian concert. He was really into music and I think it was a hip hop concert. And he's like, I just want to know, can we pan these out to the kids? And I'm looking at him like, I don't know you. <laughs> and you know, at churches, we get a lot of people that will go in the parking lots and put stuff on people's windshields. And that's what I thought this guy was. Like somebody's coming in to put stuff on windshields and then he sees lights on, he comes up, you know, and he doesn't tell me anything you guys got else. food? Right, yeah. He just got, and he's got this stack of fire. Can I just, and, and, and he was so stunned because I'm like, uh, no, no, we, you cannot pan, hand them out to all the kids. And he's like, oh, well, if I leave them with you, will you hand them out? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know what's on these flyers. What am I sending them to? You know, and he wants to explain, but I'm like, I don't have time right now. We're starting our program and getting all that. That's how I met Carlo. Nice. Yeah. And then I come to find out later that he's actually goes to the church and he'll tell the story, but I believe somewhat of a recent convert, you know, but he's super excited about Jesus. Uh -huh. And here's big old burly grizzly pastor guy who's uh, telling him to get lost basically. So, you know, bully. Yeah, and he's like, I already was lost. I came back, and now you know. But anyway, uh, so say hello to everybody, Carlo. What's going on, buddy? Hey, hey guys, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that day very clearly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little traumatized, but scarred from know, it. I survived. Man, but I will say, since then, Carlo is one of my favorite dudes in the whole world, and uh, I've done a lot of ministry with him, but also watched him grow, and uh, it's been amazing stuff. And I was, I, I was going to kind of hold it till the end, but but he's a pastor now, hmm. and. Um, and, and by itself, that's pretty cool. People love that. But I wanted to give a little bit of, of a taste in the spirit of Easter of Carlo's story of where he came from to become a pastor. Um, and so, Carlo, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, when you grew up, like, so tell me about your family. Like, you, you are from, you are, excuse me, you have a Filipino background, right? Yes. Now, were both your parents Filipino? They, they are, yeah. They're, my mom's uh, passed away, but um, okay. yeah, they're both Filipino, but yeah. um, I was not born in the Philippines. Right. <laughs> so, no, but you weren't born in America, were you? No, I was born in Africa. Yeah. So wow. Zambia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember, uh, so that's kind of the, uh, you know, fun fact. Zambia? Zambia. Because you yeah. said Zambia. I'm like. Yeah, I, I tried to get, you know, Zambia. fancy with you guys. No, that's all right. <laughs> you tried to break yeah. out that British as Zambia. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Luantia, Zambia, to be okay. exact. Yeah, I, I'm what, sure you've heard of it. What brought? Well, why were you there, and then what brought you from there to America? Well, my parents were, were just, parents? Um, yeah, just uh, my dad had a job actually uh, lined up uh, in, in Zambia, and uh, he obviously took us. And through the course of events, I, you know, my mom couldn't control <laughs> when I was born or or, sure. uh, or where I was born in, in that case. But um, yeah, so it was just nothing special in that sense. Uh, and then uh, my my dad decided to uh, check out the states, as it's been called, and yeah, the rest is history. So I've, I was only there for uh, less than a year. So okay, okay. pretty so much grew up here. And just a uh, civics question: Does that give you dual citizenship? Do you still have citizenship? It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I might be mistaken, but I think you know one of the things that someone mentioned was um, I can adopt, which hmm. I guess there's a. A process, okay. you know, a complicated process, but for those who are citizens, right? Yeah. Uh, it's so I don't know. That always stuck with me. Wow. Yeah. But so, but what's cool is, even though anybody would see you, they would immediately see you know everything from Asian Pacific Island Filipino, depending on their background, what they know. 
but you are truly an African American. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's yes. really kind of cool, man. You can say, right. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, so it's it's kind of cool. But now when you came over, you had how many siblings? How many siblings do you have? So I got an older brother and okay. a younger sister. Okay. Uh, yeah, and just uh, as you guys were talking about Easter, you know, um, grew up in a nice home. You know, my, yeah. my um, mom was great. My dad provided. Uh, and Easter for us, I mean, I, it was just, that's the thing we did, you know, um, right. every year. Uh, and, and then Christmas. So those were the mm. two big ones. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, were you, was your family churchgoers, believers? Yeah, they, they, they were like, uh, they, they went to the local uh, Catholic church. Mm-hmm. And so I knew a little bit about going to church and, and kind of how serious it was. You know, <laughs> well, like the, the, oh, yeah. the oh, yeah. I, when I mean serious, I mean the. Um, atmosphere right yeah. the, the, it was like hey like so serious that you the temptation was to laugh right, right. <laughs> and, and uh, you know it just felt extra naughty to, to laugh out of control and you're, you know, <laughs> so, so that's it's like what we, the worst yeah. thing you've ever done i've laughed uncontrollably in right, church right. Yeah. Where, where you're trying to be quiet during the you yeah. Know, yeah my family grew up that same way i'd start out as a kid going to a catholic church and i i echo that it was Especially because I didn't necessarily, my mom did not, she dropped us off and left. All right. She had her experience, she didn't want to come back. Mm-hmm. But she felt like it was good for us to go, so she would drop us off. And my, I remember my favorite thing was, um, she'd give us each a quarter, that's a long time ago, and I'd go get a donut. You know, mm-hmm. we were able to get a donut, and that was pretty much nice. it. But it was very serious, and you had to be, yeah, well, stuffy. It, yeah, it was, stu- it was tough in the sense where, like, we, did, we went, like, again, just... Uh, periodically right. uh, to the point where I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so right. I was always a step behind just trying to like look to the person to the left of me like sure. where are we at in, in the yeah. you know, Are we standing? Sir, yeah. Are we, yeah. are we standing? Are we kneeling? Yeah. Yeah. You know um, yeah. like what did they just tell me uh, peace you know be right. with you too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh right. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of calisthenics yeah, calisthenics yeah. Calisthenics, yeah. Yeah. calisthenics and, and then also a lot of repeat after me stuff going on and right. fill in the blanks and Sure. It's kind of hard to keep up. Yeah, I know. That's interesting. I know there's people who probably go to Catholic church like, you guys stink. Um, <laughs> they should give you like a guide when you walk in. Like a road map. Well, they, that would have been helpful. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing like is- Catholic church for dummies. Well, that's probably what yes. you need. But the reality is catechism is that. <laughs> right. Mm. Right. You're supposed to have gone to catechism so you know it all, right? So, unless, um, unless when your mom yeah. tries to drop you off, you kick and scream until she takes you back home because she's so embarrassed. Well, anyways, if you ask too many questions and the nun kicks you out, there's that one too. Yeah. But I kept backing her into a corner with questions. Like, <laughs> you gotta go, bro. Not you. Did you take her really? yardstick? Yeah, why would, <laughs> would I ever <laughs> have a difficulty it? just accepting something? Like, <laughs> like no. no. You, you gotta go, man. You gotta right. go, bro. No. Get out. Um, so, uh, so move, let's move ahead a little bit because I know as, as a younger person, you started to, I guess, experience some trouble, like some things happening, right? Or it, when did that start? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, again, a, a pretty fun uh, childhood, but then we moved from Downey to Fontana. Oh, that would do um, everybody in. Uh, well, it wasn't the move <laughs> in itself, but it was just uh, the age where I made the move. Yeah. It was like 12, 13 years mm-hmm. old. Okay. Yeah. Right, and so you really get introduced, or an impressionable yeah. youth. Yes, exactly. Or <laughs> trying to fit yeah. in, <laughs> or I lost my, you know, innocence. Right, yeah. and just there's just so much to explore. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So my parents were both working, and you know, didn't re- really um, uh, have the uh, opportunity to guide me in those formative teen years. And yeah, that's pretty much where it hit the fan. You know, right, uh, I just right. met one person and introduced me to in fact it was a family member at, at when I first started um, 
well, the the drugs, right? Smoking weed. So you started getting into drugs, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just um, that was like really the thing that started to. Was that the, I don't say the gateway, but the first thing you did was weed? Right. And then I know people have said, oh, you know, it's not a gateway drug. But for me, it was. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, So from. from You moved real slow through it, but it was your gateway. (laughs) No, actually, yeah. I moved pretty quickly through it. But I remember the first time my yeah cousin and and my brother, we all, well, it was my first joint right and wow i mean it was some bammer weed like some pretty low quality weed oh is that <laughs> what that is okay <laughs> but it was yeah. the first time i had smoked so i was just so man, it was still cool for you yeah it was yeah. super cool <laughs> wow <laughs> put it that way right it's like there's a reason people uh you well, know like get what was the appeal because honestly i've never smoked weed so i don't i don't oh, know anything. um like well, what does it do that you were like wow that's amazing i gotta do this again you know you just trust like my i i'm sure most uh young kids like their cousins can be some of their best friends right and so we just you know i trusted him my sure. brother right and, and yeah. just oh you got to try this right i was like okay yeah 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 um and yeah and so, so a technical question or technique question i mean the, when you smoke weed i know you're obviously inhaling it or whatever it's similar to a cigarette but is it does it happen the same way as a cigarette like you know what i mean like you kind of have to inhale a cigarette Smoke, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so at in, that point, yeah. I didn't know how to, you know, hit the hit that the joint, go. right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I just kind of watched and followed. But it's it's because I did smoke cigarettes too at, okay. at a young age. But yeah, you you inhale differently. Right? Okay, I, I guess. Uh, is well, that's what I was wondering. You, so so even if you smoke cigarettes, there's still a learning curve for weed. Eh, I guess if you but not sm- a big if one. you were smoking cigarettes already and then. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, then you smoke, I think you'll learn pretty quick. You'll so maybe pretty cigarettes quick. are a gateway drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, yeah, come they're to the, think of it, I think I smoked yeah. cigarettes John's before. taking notes over here. They're the right. underrated yeah. killer, I know yeah. that, yeah. So, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So again, that all led to just different drugs. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, I know it's a cliche, but it's like chasing that high. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what I think I started to, why I started to venture out into mm. harder drugs is to try to match that first. Yeah. Um, experience yeah what and about how old are you when you started to experiment with these other drugs I think this was 13 or, or when wow. I smoked weed uh, yeah. 14 I, I mean oh yeah. my goodness the, as as the teen years go by it's, it's like the, the the memories start to get a yeah more a foggy, blurred, yeah, foggy. <laughs> right. um, so but yeah, purple by, haze by 15 <laughs> I was um, uh, smoking meth and, oh wow yeah so I was a tweaker at as a, as a sophomore like it breaking was, bad tweaker Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Wow. I mean, I I don't want to say I wish I was like Jesse, like at least making money sure. off. Of, you yeah, know? right, right. At least, yeah, uh, yeah having a no, no more was, on the uglier side, yeah. far uglier. Well, that was right, ugly too. Right, but, yeah. but again, you know, I mean, there was some of that, but again, nothing to be proud of. Just wow, kind of a, never thought it would. It just kind of caught me off guard and took me down a path I, I never thought I'd, I'd. Especially my parents, right? Does meth have sort of like um, what's the word I want like? I know with weed, sometimes they have different names and types and depending on where it's at and all that. Does meth have that too? Or is it all kind of the, like, is there like Stockton meth? You know, does that? I'm sure there's meth in Stockton. <laughs> straight, <laughs> out, straight to Stockton. That's right. Straight out of Stockton. Straight out of Stockton. Straight out of Stockton, <laughs> Stockton, Stockton meth. No, but there are like, a, like, yeah, Breaking Bad, right? Like what they were making there was like the sure. pure. The purity. It has to do right. the purity more than yes. that. Yeah, so yeah, there's gotcha. stuff. And, and what's crazy is, and I, the grace of God, because some of this stuff I was getting, I was a young Right, could have killed you. Yeah, could have killed just, me. I didn't just, know what oh, I was. Wow. I was, in, you know, in taking and uh, mm. 
Uh, I mean, you have some idea like, oh, this isn't the good stuff, but hey, right. we paid for it. Let's you paid for it, it and we got to get in <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Might so, not be right, but it's right now. <laughs> right. And, and they would call it like a, a dirty high, right? So these are, oh. as uh, I was growing up and started to get, you know, I don't even know if you can use these two words, classier about my drug use. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, right. like, oh, this is the good stuff, right? Yeah, Whether yeah, it's yeah. weed or, or speed. You became like a meth snob. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, but I mean, I do kind of understand. You get a little, yeah, if you're able to not end up in a gutter somewhere, I guess, sure. you know, and you have some means, right. then you right. obviously would rather have more pure Right, and I think, stuff, you know, there's like that top shelf, like, you know, so yeah. you can just, that's kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, drunks do the same thing, right. yeah. Yeah, you could drink Ripple or you could drink, like you said, something a little higher quality. Ripple, I know about Mad Dog 2020 and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. did some drinking too? Boone's Farm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Boone's, Boone's Farm. Farm. That's oh, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, Wild turkey. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah I had some uh, bad experiences. Just really? Were you, were you combining up. them too, like both kind of a thing? Or? Alcohol wasn't really my like first choice. Weed was my first choice, you know, okay. preference, you know. Uh, and then, then, yeah, the the, the meth kind of just, yeah. it was probably the most intense. Wow. Yeah, and then, you know, just drinking, um, just right. kind of like, oh, yeah, that's a... That's just a, kind of like a given, sad to say. Mm. So what? It was like, a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you ever deal? A little bit, but yeah, okay. just, you know, I wasn't big time or anything. And you're, it was basically to support my uh, your yeah, own, your habit. own habit. Yeah, right. You just get enough so that you can get some. Yeah, the, now right. the, um, the um, I guess the years that you're doing this, this is all through just up like- Pretty much old? high school okay. uh, into my- um, you know, even uh, graduating, and again, that's wow. pretty blurry, 18, 19, 20. Did your family know? Was there trouble because of it with your family or anything? See, I, I, they they had to have known. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, but I don't think, uh, I, I think they didn't know everything. They didn't know to the extent. I mean, you had some bad brother. friends, and we're probably getting into some stuff, but they just didn't know. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, we had a few that, I, I would call us like high-functioning Yeah. Right, so we could still, sure. you know, go go to school and get good grades and hold down a job and so kind of still at the party level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then did you did you have any idea of how much in a week you were spending on this kind of stuff or what? You, or did you ever have that type of a habit where you had like a certain amount that you would kind of you know pay for? I guess each each week or month. You know, uh, budget for yeah, budget. It's like, hey, <laughs> well, I just I've heard stories like this, and they're like, yeah, I was up to spending two thousand dollars a week on drugs. You know, I'm just trying to just curious if you knew, I guess, the investment you no, were making. See, that was, I mean, that was part of the yeah. I was mm-hmm. just as long as I could just get it, and I was working right, living next. at home, mm-hmm. right. So I'm not paying a, right. a mortgage or right. rent, and, and you know, things like where it's like, hey, do I get high or do I, you know, pay? And I didn't have other responsibilities that right. were other people depending on me right okay. so um but i mean i hung out with people right that did right and it's not like i cared about like oh don't you care about your your kids uh, right. like, no we're just here getting high together yeah right? so yeah. it kind of just nothing else matters at that point except sure yeah getting high so um but no i, I didn't calculate how much i spent but yeah uh, a good amount of my paycheck right? wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but back then you could eat like a king at taco bell for like three bucks and we did well, and we yeah, did yeah. i say taco bell all the time and we did um i'm not sure if start, it was even food right what started to turn it around so there were several times I, I just knew like some of the things when my parents did find out you know later on where things were getting out of control my my older brother especially like like i had this you know innate uh ability to be like okay this is crazy right mm. uh my brother he didn't have that um you know that that 
boundary right Com- so compass you know? yeah, comp- yeah. yeah so he spent <laughs> no um, you know no. time in, in the state penitentiary you oh, know yeah. um yeah i lost count of how many times he, he was in so that's when it was like okay mm. and by and, and there was a few times i should have been in mm. and, and that's when i saw god's hand like okay this wow god is because again i grew up in the you know going to the catholic church and i had a bible and yeah. i knew there was a god and he had a son and yeah. you know and, and and we prayed a little and so I, I so when i saw things like okay why didn't i get arrested um and i just the first thing I thought of was God must mm. have spared me from, from doing that. Because if I did, then at this time, my mom was sick. I was a caregiver for her, um, knowing that there wouldn't be anyone. You know, so I tried to connect yep. those. I, I connected those dots and, and just, I, I didn't, I mean, it's not like I followed God's ways, but uh, I uh, attributed, you know, mm. the, um, uh, his, act, his uh, activity in my life. Uh, so that's kind of what started to turn, to turn things around. Yeah. And then plus me trying to stop and not being able right. to. Uh, and so, you know, at, at, I think one of the lowest points, you know, my mom is, is uh, extremely ill. Uh, my brother's in prison. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of following in his footsteps, right? Uh, and just just living a life that is just mm-hmm. going nowhere. And then I, I knew because someone had shared uh, uh, God's word with me about what I was doing was sin, right? Right. <laughs> and then I realized what, if I were to die, and, and yeah. what what the consequences would be, um, and so part of that had 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 uh, had something to do with it. So I guess living in a way that that uh, offended a holy God, and then plus just living in a way that took the purpose out of you sure. know it's like this is not what my parents want for me. Right. Uh, this is not what I want for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. uh, I have a you know a, an inkling that this is not what God wants for me. Yeah. Uh, and so there were just people in my life that came in mm. and you know, periodically uh, shared God's word. But uh, as you look back, you know that's not random. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's so awesome. it was all just kind of a um, links in a chain that led me to surrendering my life and saying, okay, I'm done trying. Uh, God help me. Right. When so, and where did you do that? So in my room, I remember um, my room was a complete mess. Like, look, oh. I, I mean, you know, I don't know how that could be. Like the Lakers season. Like the Lakers season. <laughs> yes, right. Nothing's yeah. that messy. Yeah, just a, a little, uh, yeah, not, not that messy, right. No, mm-hmm. but I, I just remember thinking to myself, I have to, I need God's help. Yeah. And I knew a, a friend of mine named Mike Scalari, okay. he, he's like, hey, I teach a Bible study. You should come on a Friday. And I was trying to read the, the Bible on my own, not understanding it. I was like, I, I don't understand how I can like this is supposed to be right the Bible yeah. where the answers are and I couldn't even find know where to find it or where to start right. or yeah yeah so so I'm reading in Genesis and, and there's a story in there about a uh, lot right and he has a couple daughters and, <laughs> and right. the story started to go like whoa if you're familiar with it uh, sure. right yeah. it's like this yeah. is not helping <laughs> right? so, <laughs> that's <a> really <laughs> right so that's, that's what I was like okay I, I obviously need some kind of mentor tutor bible you know a teacher to help me along mm. and that's when i started to dig for his number and i found it in an old cell phone and eventually i ended up in at his bible study wow. and uh he was just teaching the word i can't even remember what what the lessons were uh, i know it was from the bible but then he invited us to greg Laurie's crusade in oh, Anaheim. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah and, and um so i'm sorry going back to when i uh was cleaning my room i found a, a a pamphlet, a, uh, what we like call a tract, a tract right? Yeah. That said how you can know mm-hmm. God and be forgiven. And 
I read it. Uh, I think the, the guy was named Tony. Uh, his name was Tony Alamo. I think he might have uh, gone off the reservation at some point, but what he wrote there made sense to me. Right? Uh, um, and, but everything that w- was on that um, track, you know, I gave my life to, to cry. I, I was weeping heavily in my room. Uh, and, and, you know, it was, it was a good feeling, like, like so a weight had been lifted mm-hmm. off of me, right? Because I had read that Jesus died to pay for my sin, that uh, I just have to believe, right. you know, that he, he died in my place. And, and, awesome. and then go to a Bible teaching church, all right? Uh, read oh, your Bible daily. Oh, gave you the next steps, like right. do this, yeah. Pray, right? Um, and, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. and hang out with people who, you know, uh, are like-minded. I did wow. none of the above, right? Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's when I, uh, yeah. And, and so at this point, that was like the second phase of it where was where I knew the truth. Yeah. I wasn't walking in it. Yep. Uh, and then... Again, that's when, um, yeah, another, uh, that's when I landed at my friend's church. That's cool. And he invited me to that crusade. And uh, yeah. that was 2005 in August. Wow. Uh, and um, yeah, so the, in, the, in my room, I was very emotional, right? But um, I was sitting in the upper deck at, at uh, Angel Stadium. And I was, went with some buddies and, you know, he was driving. He's like, hey, we got to go, right? Um, before the altar call. Right. Right, for traffic. And I'm like, I don't know what an altar call is. And you drove, right? So <laughs> when you go, I go, right? So right. sure. I'm not walking. Yeah. So, but then when the invitation was given to, to give your life to Christ, I, I, I just felt so compelled to, to walk down. Yeah. But we were in the nosebleed seats, mm-hmm. right? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, by the time I get there, it'll all be over. And, right. and uh, now, then I'll have to walk home, <laughs> right? But I said, I'm, I'm going. You know, I, I just have to go. Oh, it, what, what he said was, if you're at the up, in the upper deck, don't worry, we'll wait for you. Wow. As soon as I heard that, I started walking. Wow. Um, Talking right to you. <laughs> yeah, and it was almost trance-like. Uh, you know, by the time I knew it, I was on the, the field, and I kind of like, you know, came to, and, and I'm looking at every like there's people crying and hugging, wow. and I'm just like, oh, and I realized, hey, I'm just, I'm here. Right. And I remember experiencing that in my room, but uh, no, no tears, no pretty uh, emotionless uh, at that point. But I knew what I was doing. Sure. I was making that commitment that yeah. I didn't uh, follow through yeah. with the first time around. And then cool thing is I, I looked behind me and my uh, friends were right there. So we yeah. all made that decision. So, And then since then, um, you know, I haven't uh, looked back. I just kind of hit the ground running. And yeah. hmm. No relapses, yeah. none of that stuff. No, you know, no. Yeah, just, yeah, I mean, there's been struggle with, but nothing with right. the drugs. Right. Like, like, uh, and I know that's not the case for, for everybody. Uh, but that's the way that, that God kind of wrote yeah. my story. And, 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 um, it's yeah. amazing. And so 07, you said? Or 05. So 05, so, yeah. So August. 17 years now later, you are, where, where you're married? I'm married with four kids. Wow. Uh, met my wife, uh, Katie, at uh, the, this uh, Sunrise Church where I'm yeah, at. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it's just God. And now you're on was, staff, you're yeah, a pastor, staff you're in for, seminary. Yes. So, so all these things of this complete turnaround from you know the struggle with the <clears throat> with the drugs and maybe even a little bit of purposelessness and of some of that kind of stuff yeah so as you think as because we're going to wrap this up but man what a great story I, I don't know how people listening are feeling but you know throw something in the chat whatever maybe you have a story um but i wanted to say like now when you see something like easter you know because you obviously went on easter to church yeah. before but now how do you you know what is your what would you tell people? They're listening, you know, as we get to Easter, you know, first of all, I'll just say I would love for everybody to go 
to a church. It's, you know, pick a Bible teaching church, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you don't know that, then just go to a church. But, right. um, but you know, what I guess would you say to people that Jesus can kind of do for them um, this Easter? You know, what does he want to do for them? Yeah, so it's kind of embarrassing, but I didn't realize what Easter was all about until I was, I, I, I don't, again, the, the fuzzy right yeah. uh, memories, but at least 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was going to church on Easter with my extended family, and the, you know these were the Catholic churches at the time, they would be standing room only, it would be f- a full house, it would be almost inconvenient right, to go to even yeah. one of the 12 services they had, right? Yeah. Um, and I didn't know what, yeah. what, what Easter was about. What I thought it was, was. about re- really like the, the Easter bunny. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and I did not know until I got mm-hmm. uh, saved, right, mm-hmm. until I gave my life to Christ that it was celebrating the resurrection uh, of Jesus. And that's awesome. that gave hope, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the thing I think. Sure. Uh, well, that I know that, that um, people who are listening or who are wondering is, is their hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's the only real hope we have is in, awesome. in Jesus and his, yeah. not just death, right? Not yeah. just his burial, but his resurrection. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that's so powerful. It was powerful awesome. in my life, not just giving me eternal life, yeah. but a, a, a new life here on earth and purpose. Yeah. And, and again, uh, you know, that's the word I think of is hope. That's awesome. So if people are just wondering, you know, is there, yeah, is there hope? Is there hope right? for me? Whatever yeah. your situation mm-hmm. is, I, I can... Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, authoritatively say, based on God's word and my experience uh, in that order, that right. there truly is hope in Jesus and Him alone. And no one's too far gone. No one's, right. you know, it, it's never too late. And, you know, unless you stop breathing, it's never too late. And some yeah. people have stopped breathing for a time and now they're back. But I'm saying, you know, it's, <laughs> sure. but not resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I mean? Uh, bro, I appreciate your story, man. Thank you yeah. for coming through and telling it Thank to you. us and putting up with our shenanigans early. No, <laughs> yeah, I had fun. You guys are a riot. Yeah. So well, just, uh, <laughs> uh, it's good. And I just, you know, I'm so proud of you. Let everybody know, man, Carlo just, he's, uh, well, in our context, we always say he's killing it, which sounds weird when you're talking about ministry, but he's <laughs> doing a really good job. Uh, he's such a, um, he's that type of person that you could sit and talk with for a while because he shows genuine interest in other people. And whenever he's been with you, he'll go tell your story, you know, somewhere else and know all the details. So he's really listening. He's really paying attention. And I believe that's a, just a super huge strength of his. So anyway, just thanks, man. Appreciate just wanted you to have a chance to tell your story for once, you know? So appreciate you, man, coming on the show and taking what is otherwise a, usually a silly kind of a setting, but, <laughs> but with um, Easter coming up and everything, I just wanted, you know, we're all men of faith and uh, on the show. And so I just wanted to take some time and talk about transformation. Cause that's really why Jesus did what he did. He didn't have to come, but he came uh, and, and he existed before he was on earth and died because he wanted to be able to conquer sin and death and give us an opportunity for that hope you talk about. So, Again, thank you, man, because it's uh, huge. And uh, guys that are listening, if you do anything else this Easter, uh, please, you know, listen to the story. Go. And uh, I liked what you said. You're in your room and you're just just thinking and talking to to really yourself, but also to God sure. and just saying, you can't, there's got to be more than this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would tell everybody. There's more. Whatever hurt, pain, struggle you're going through, whatever doubts, questions you might have, there's more than, than that, you know. And... Um, you know, it's cliche to say Jesus is the answer. I, sometimes that's a little misleading. Uh, but, but you know, he is the source of hope. He is the one who can give it to you. So, again, just, you know, throw in the chats if you want. Let us know. The other thing I would say is if you have questions and whatnot, I know we monitor them pretty good. Yep. 
If you want somebody to get a hold of you somehow, just let us know in the chats and we'll find a way to connect with you. And we'd love to talk to you more about that kind of stuff. And um, just, yeah, just let us know, right? Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, man. Scott, Gator, you good? Yo. All I'm right. here. Yeah, I'm good. All I like right. that. I like Carlos' story. It's a good story. Just, and Carlos, a great guy. Work with him, and uh, I got mad respect for Pastor Carlo. Yeah, man, it's a good dude. All right, guys. Well, listen, we're gonna get out. We'll have more episodes in future weeks. But uh, thanks, Carlo. Thank thanks, you, everybody. Thanks for having me. And Absolutely. let's all get out and say Happy Easter. Happy, happy Easter. Easter. Happy Easter to you. <laughs>